What's going on, party people? This is Edgar Otraves, and welcome to another episode of the Flow Roll Podcast. Now, today, my co-host is Lechuga, and we're going to be doing a UFC update, so stay tuned. Now, if you're new to the show, make sure you check out our website, theflowrollpodcast.com. There, you'll find a complete catalog of all our episodes, and you'll find specific playlists for things like combat sports. So make sure you go over there and take a look at our website and check us out. We also have a store there. If you want to buy something, that would be greatly appreciated. We'll love you for it. So uh, make sure you check out our website. Again, it's theflowrollpodcast.com. So me and the Chuga, we pal around a little bit. And, and there's some things that we feel like we wanted to address. But also there's some things we're looking forward to. I hope you like this episode. Now on with the show. This is Edgar Otraves, and welcome to another episode of the Floral Podcast. I was just going to introduce myself again. And uh, <laughs> today on the show, my co-host is Lechuga. What's up, Lechuga? Primo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You, you, know, you know he gets a little a little bent out of shape when people take his shit. <laughs> you know, I took it. I'll send him a royalty check. <laughs> <laughs> you would love that like- shit. For like two cents. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so today we're gonna be talking about, you know, just MMA in general and UFC mostly. Um, just the the state of things and some of the fights that we're looking forward to in the future. So, um, mm-hmm. I feel that we have to kind of address the elephant in the room, only because, uh, well, you know, Dana misbehaving. Yeah, the- the slap uh, whispered around the world dude whispered is like yeah like what the heck it's like it was yeah. all over social media but espn never talked about it really nobody no. came down on him for it and and one of the weirdest things about freaking dana he he went on a, like it was a post-fight press conference and he was he like they asked him like what do you think about this slapping like aren't you going to get punished or whatever and he was like well how do you punish me yeah you know like if you punish me what are you going to do you're going to you're going to you know you know keep me from being the boss for two months that's going to hurt the fighters it's going to hurt the ufc yeah that's what he said it'd be uh the punishment would hurt the ufc more than it would hurt him and i'm like i don't know man that is just what can you say like really i mean i i don't I don't like getting into like these little politics, like these little, you know, weird subjects. But I, I feel like since we're fans of the UFC, I, I feel like I have to address this uh, just because we talk about this every now and then. This guy has come down on fighters for doing basically the same thing that he's done. I mean, some fighters yeah. have done way worse, of course, right? But he's always been adamant about not hitting women, stuff like that. You can use his own words. Dana, back in April of 2019, you don't bounce back from hitting a woman. Apparently he can. Yeah, apparently. I don't, I'm still waiting for the hammer to drop on this guy. Like I'm still waiting for, for, for shit to happen where like he gets his, but I don't know. I, I think, I think my problem is the way he handles other people, right? And how he's handling it for himself. It's very hypocritical, right? Yeah. If he had had more mercy on some of these other fighters and maybe had them go through, I don't know, counseling, maybe instead of firing them, like you you put them 
and some kind of, you know, again, some counseling thing and keep them from fighting for a while, keep them off the roster. I don't know. And fines and stuff. He's not the law. Like he's not government, right? Like he can't put them in jail, right? But it's not a good look because it's very hypocritical. But there needs to be punishment for this guy. Well, he's shown mercy if it's one of the stars. If it's a fighter that makes the UFC money, then he shows plenty of mercy. Oh, yeah. Look I at mean, McGregor look at John this- Jones, mm-hmm. Conor McGregor. They hired Greg Hardy. Remember him, the heavyweight? Mm-hmm. Uh, he got kicked out of the NFL for killing a woman. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. And everybody had everybody was having a fucking uh, shit attack when that guy was fighting. Yeah. I signed him anyway, you know. How many fights so, did that guy had? He, he wasn't on very long, was he? No, I think he ended up going like one for five or something. Hmm. He wasn't very good. And okay. they were feeding him a bunch of cans, too, and he still wasn't doing well. They let him use an inhaler during one of the fights. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I don't Jesus know. Christ. So there's some, I mean, I guess there's some precedent for it. You know, if you make the UFC enough money and you're a big enough star, you can get away with practically anything. Mm. So I guess in Dana's mind, that includes him. Fuck, man. Like, I don't know, man. It's not cool. It's not cool. And here's the, here's the thought. It's like one of the things is like, what are you supposed to do? Fire me? It's going to hurt yeah. the UFC, right? I'm thinking, no, I don't think it would hurt the UFC. I think the UFC would actually almost be better. We wouldn't know unless it happened. Yeah. Maybe he's right. Maybe maybe if they fire him, maybe the UFC goes on the shutter. But maybe he'll give an opportunity for like someone like uh, Bellator to rise, right? Yeah. You know? But I will say that I haven't been watching the cards since this happened. It's made me mm-hmm. feel really gross to watch any fights, you know? Yeah, like I told you, I... I watched the last pay-per-view and even then I felt like a scumbag. I felt like a hypocrite because, you know, I'm against all these things, but there I am tuning in. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like a sport shouldn't make me feel that way. I, I, and that's how I felt. And it was funny because I think the last pay-per-view was a pretty good card. Then a lot shit ha- a lot of shit happened. I think uh, was it Jose Aldo, was it Jose Aldo who got inducted to the Hall of Fame? Well, he retired. Oh, he retired? Okay. Yeah, he retired. And then uh, you had Brandon Moreno. Mm-hmm. He beat Davidson Figueredo. And then uh, Glover Teixeira fought Jamal Hill. And he got retired. shit kicked out of him. And then he retired. Mm-hmm. I, saw uh, the, I, saw the, I saw the gloves on the, in the Twitter and I was like, fuck, I'm missing so much. Yeah. The card itself wasn't that great. So I, I wouldn't say you missed a ton. Okay. But I think seeing the highlights was probably enough. Okay. I don't feel so bad right now. Because, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, they have they have a pay-per-view happening, uh, UFC 284. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, Mekachev versus Volkanovski. Huge and fight. That's, that's a big fight. But that's the only that's... fight on the card I want to see. Oh, you, I mean, you're not down for uh, Yair, Yair Rodriguez versus Josh Yeah. Yeah, we'll watch that year. I, he's badass. But then, like yeah, everybody else, badass. Like everybody else, I'm like, uh, no. It, the these card are. is top heavy. It's those oh. two top fights. The rest of the, the rest of the card is terrible. Uh, I don't want. It's like a fight fucking, night card. Uh, I don't want to pay seventy five dollars for that, or seventy seven, or whatever it is. Fucking, I think all it's that money. 
80 now or might be 89 I don't, it went up again i don't hmm. yeah i don't want to pay no, that man. for this like i'm not you know i don't know how now nah, dude i'm good <laughs> i'm not gonna watch this i said like yeah i want to see yair fight and yeah i want to see volkanovsky fight with islam but i just i don't want to pay all that for this man yeah well here's the thing like I don't think it's just us because like my, my dad diehard fan of MMA. He buys really? every card. Oh yeah, dude. He buys, he pays for every card, you know, like, and then he watches all the fight nights. He's a diehard fan. But Holy even cow, you're dead. Oh dude. He fucking, he's obsessed. He'll watch like on the nights of the pay-per-views, he watches the prelims to the prelims. So he'll sit there for like six, seven hours just watching UFC. From like three in the afternoon when the pre prelims start all the way until nearly one in the morning. That's fucking he watches awesome. the whole thing. Yeah, That's and if he can't awesome. like if he can't watch it for whatever reason, he falls asleep or like, I don't know, he has to be up early in the morning or works late, what what have you. Uh-huh. He'll still order the the pay-per-view the next day. Like he's willing to pay for it to be able to watch it all in its entirety, even though he already knows at this point what happened. Dude. Yeah. I but mean, here's the thing unprompted just like a week or so ago he was telling me he's like yeah i've kind of lost interest like i haven't been keeping up he's like it it just kind of feels uh stale i think is what he said oh really yeah and he's not the only one like i have a few other you know a handful of friends that are also into the ufc and mma stuff and they've barely been talking about it for the last couple months actually Mm, that's really too bad because i mean there's some good fights here and there like I might tune in for that fight night uh, with Vera versus Sand San Hagen. Yeah, it should be a good fight. But oh, Talia Santos is on that card. Mm-hmm. She should be champ. But whatever. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah. So that um, I don't I don't see anybody else of interest on this card either. Um, Pretty much every card and fight night coming up. Oh no, I shouldn't say that. There's one. Which one? I think the John Jones card. Jones and Gaines. That one's on March fourth. Yeah, that one is a little is kind of stacked. That one's got like four or five good fights on it. But besides that card, Ooh. the rest of the fight nights and this coming pay per view are all top heavy. Where there's one good fight at the top, and then the rest of it is either uninteresting match or guys you've never heard of before. Okay, so you're talking about uh, UFC 285 Jones versus Gaines. So you yeah. got Jones and, and uh, Serial Gaines gone. as the main event. Gone? Yeah, Serial Gone. Serial Gone. Ah, fucking fancy <laughs> spellings and fucking. And then you have Valentina Chevchenko. Just be happy I can, I can pronounce that. I don't even know if I'm doing yeah. a good job. Well, this is and one Alexa, of the fights you're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to this one. Alexa Grasso, though, she's ranked number five. She's still in the top five. I don't know, man. I, I um. Well, here's the thing, Valentina. There's a chink in her armor, right? Mm-hmm. We discovered that in the yeah. last fight with Talia Santos. If Alexa Grasso can take advantage of that, if Alexa Grasso can really study that last fight and put a game plan against her, she might be the next champ. You I know? hope so. I want to. I want some uh, chaos. I want new blood up there. 
Dude, I don't know if she can do it. I because I know she's got good striking. I don't know if she can take out Valentina striking. Yeah, I don't think that there's a lot of women that can stand with her. Although yeah. Talia Santos didn't look that bad. I think we both had Talia either I think we both had it either as a draw or Talia Santos winning that fight, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how I felt, I think. Yeah. I, I thought she won that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the very least she exposed Valentina and I think everybody's studying that last fight. But uh, yeah, those are the two top fights that I'm looking forward to. There's Cody Gambrandt on, lower on the card. Amanda Hebas is also fighting on that card. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's fighting uh, Vivian Vivian uh, Araujo. That's a good fight, I think. I like Amanda Hebas. I think she's going to be a star. But yeah, dude. Yeah, she's got a good personality. Yeah, just some good fights on this card. Let's see. I'm going to pull it up too. I, I don't know the rest of these cats. Julian Turner versus Dan Hooker. Oh, that's going to be a good fight. That's going to be a good fight? Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, it should be. On paper, it should be a, a fun fight. March 4th. Hmm. Maybe I will save up for that one and put a little money on it. Yeah, Jalen Turner versus Dan Hooker. That's going to be a fun fight. Uh, Jeff Neal versus uh, Rachmanov. That's going to be a good fight. Rachmanov is only ranked 10th, but that guy has got contender talent. And then Bo Nickel, he's like the rising young star the American star that the UFC is trying to get a good push out of. Uh-huh. I think this will be the first main card of a pay-per-view he's been on. That guy has world-class wrestling. That's his thing. And then his striking keeps improving little by little. So he's on a good trajectory to, I don't know, maybe in the next year, actually might have a title shot if he keeps this up. Hmm. I don't know but, what it is about wrestlers, man, but like there's something about wrestlers. They, they take to the striking real quick and they get a lot of power. Like, I don't know what it is about that shit, but it's just like, if they can keep you standing and then just beat the shit out of you, Jesus Christ. Well, it's kind of funny, you know, besides um, the Dagestani wrestlers, the American wrestlers get into the UFC because of their wrestling, but then the longer they're there, the less they want to do it. You know, like they <laughs> never want to wrestle in their fights anymore. I don't get that either, man. It's always like, well, I want to show them how good my hands are. I was like, dude, just do what brought you to the dance, motherfucker. Yeah. Just, you know? I think it's, yeah. you just, as you get older, man, the wrestling's exhausting. Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You, you can't, you can't keep up that pace forever. Uh-huh. Your, your knees start going, your back start going, all that shit starts hurting. But who else you like on that card? What, what other fight you like on that card? Uh, let me see. I was looking up Bo Nichols stats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that guy's going to be good. That Brunson fight actually might be fun. And then Ian Gary versus Song Kinnan. Ian Gary's like, uh, they're kind of trying to push him like the next McGregor sort of deal because he's from Ireland. Exciting oh fighter. Good boxing. Real cocky kid. I, I so, feel like every, everybody who comes from, out of, of Ireland now wants to do the whole <laughs> McGregor thing. I mean, wouldn't you, seeing how much money McGregor made? I guess you're right, right? How can you avoid not do, wanting to do that? Yeah, roadmap is there. Yeah, dude, there's a, it's a handful of good fights on this card. And then you got, you got the unknown. You got John Jones versus Cyril Gaon. Oh, By the time boy. this fight happens, it'll be three years since the last time John Jones fought. So what do you think will happen? What What is your prediction? You think John Jones has come back with some ring rust? 
I don't know how you don't. Can you think of any other sport? You take three years off and you come back and you're just as good as when you left. Well, you got to remember Dominic, Dominic Cruz. That's true. Away. Yeah. And, and you know what he said about it was he never stopped thinking about fighting. Okay. But he always continued like analyzing us. He said something to that effect. That he was always, he was always thinking about fighting. He was always, even if he couldn't do anything, he was still thinking about yeah. it. So he, in his head, he was improving. So I don't know, maybe if John Jones can kind of do the same thing, maybe he'll come back and it wasn't like he left. But I'm I'm afraid that this guy he's so self destructive that the fight's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. That's what I keep thinking too. Like, it's hard for me to get my hopes up for that fight until they're both standing in the cage and Bruce Buffer's announcing their names, and it's like, okay, yeah, <laughs> this shit's actually happening. Yeah, this guy might crash I mean, in the rest in the Taco Bell or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, you know, he'll get busted with a bag of Coke or oh. test positive or some absurd, like, horse steroids or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't well, know, man. He, well, he stopped on the way to the UFC. He stopped at a gas station and bought some, some dick pills. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some of that artificial weed. Oh, <laughs> artificial weed. Yeah. yeah. They don't uh, test for that. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, how could you? That stuff is crazy weird oh yeah. dude oh man i'd almost be happier if he like got hurt mm -hmm. that would be like oh you know he got hurt you know that shit happens not the crazy shit oh you know he freaking ran over someone in his car just fucking bananas weird shit yeah because like didn't he also beat up his wife he did and he also got into a dui and hit a pregnant woman yeah and this yeah, is man. just the kind of thing we're talking about. Yet they leave this guy alone. He's still in. He's still in the UFC. They've even kind of like tried to help him come back. Yeah, he drove around firing his gun out a window. Also did that. <laughs> I didn't know about drunk. that one. Yeah, you can look it up. There's a video. <laughs> There's an arrest video of him talking to the cop. There's evidence. <laughs> yeah, dude, he got arrested in Las Vegas. And was banging his head into the hood of a police car. Do you remember that? No, I do not remember this that. This was when I think I think he was inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. And then afterwards, he got all fucked up. <sighs> I don't know if he was pulled over. The cops stopped him as he was walking down the Las Vegas Strip. And there's a video of this, too. And he gets belligerent with the cops. And he's crying. And apologizing then he gets belligerent again then he starts smashing his head into the hood of the police car and he dented the hood of the car that's nuts dude so, i know man he's also done like other weird shit where it's like when the pandemic was going around and people were running around looting and stuff he went yeah. out he went outside and was like beating people up for like looting he's like don't do that shit and then most of the people were like oh i know who you are i'm not gonna fuck with you but there was a couple of people he had to like you know he roughed up I guess, you know, like, uh, it's a wild cat, dude. It's a dude, wild. He's a, he's a freak, you know? Yeah. Uh, he's probably the most physically talented person that has ever competed in the UFC. And it seems like it doesn't matter what kind of outside distractions are happening. The moment he steps inside that cage, he performs well. Yeah. So, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if he comes back and he somehow 
ends up knocking out Cyril Gaon, and now we have John Jones as the heavyweight champion. That would be awesome. I mean, uh, no, I hate, I hate John Jones. I, I know you hate I John Jones. I, I know you hate John Jones. I don't like him much either. But I mean, that would. I'm saying it's awesome knowing that all the craziness surrounding this guy, and he can still perform like that. Yeah, that's it's, true. You know what'll piss me off though? Like I kept looking forward to him fighting Francis Ngannou, mm. and that fight just kept getting pushed back and delayed. And John kept refusing to come back. And then we got inside the entire thing with Francis Ngannou and his contract negotiation. And now we end up with John Jones as champion and Francis Ngannou fighting in like Bellator or something. That is so weird, dude. It's amazing that they let him go, right? Because his contract yeah. wasn't up, and they just let no, him. No, it was up. Oh, it was up. It was yeah, it was up, but the UFC had a year to negotiate with him. Hmm. So the way the contract is structured, when your contract ends, if you're the champ, they still have a full year to negotiate a new contract with you before you're officially a free agent. And uh, I don't know, they refused. Francis has been pretty clear. Uh, they offered him what would have amounted to the biggest deal in the UFC, aside from Conor McGregor. Mm -hmm. but uh, Francis said he did not care about the money. He asked for three things. He asked for health insurance for all the fighters. He asked for sponsorship deals for the fighters and for a fighter advocate during negotiations. And the UFC said no to all three. So Damn. yeah, instead of meeting him halfway or compromising in any of those things, they decided to let their heavyweight champion walk out. So like what a badass dude. Yeah. Like, I remember that. I remember. I, I I didn't remember all the details, but I remember him talking for the fighters. He wanted yeah. he wanted stuff to fix some of the issues with the UFC, and they wouldn't give it to him. Man, like I don't know, no. man. The UFC is the villain in this, man. Oh, without a doubt. Fuck, dude. He is he is thirty six years old. The dude is six yeah. four, two hundred fifty eight pounds. You know what Dana said? What did he say? He said Francis left the UFC because he was scared of the fights. Come and it's on, like, Edgar. again, Edgar, you want to read his measurables again? Yeah, no, dude. Like this guy, again, he's 36 years old, 6'4", 258 pounds of straight muscle. Yeah, hardest punch ever recorded. Yeah, that dude, that dude folded people. Oof. Refugee from Africa, literally crossed deserts and was homeless in France. Just so he could train in a gym. But he's scared. He's scared of the fights. <laughs> like, nah, all right, come on, man. That guy, that guy with that kind of life, that guy's not afraid. He wasn't no. afraid. He was he, why would he be afraid? He at the things he asked for, he knew what was on the line. He didn't care. Fucking badass. That's badass, dude. That's a real badass. Can you imagine that? Like uh what it takes. To have a check for, I don't know how much it was, probably 10, 20 million or something in front of you on the table and you push that away and be like, no, I want these other things, not for myself, but for the rest of my companions. That's kind of nuts. That takes a lot of willpower, man. Yeah. Like how many, especially someone who, who had nothing at one point mm -hmm. to be able to say that for people. You know what sucks though? What's upsetting is you don't really see any of the current fighters coming to bat for him and saying nice things about him. They've all been silent. Mm. 
The only fighters that have stuff are the guys that are retired, yeah. that are already out of the UFC. They they're coming out in droves, complimenting him and saying all this sort of stuff. But none of the the guys on the actual roster that he was trying to help have said a damn thing. You got to think though, man. Like some of those guys are probably not in the position to be able to say anything. Yeah. Because I mean, how can you speak against the company that's giving you money? Right. You you could lose your job. And whether you get paid nothing or not, like UFC is got the highest visibility of any other corporation or any other fight promotion. If you don't make any money within the UFC, maybe you can make money with that visibility someplace else, right? While you're fighting there. But dude, I, I've heard of like people driving Uber while they're fighting on the UFC, man. Yeah. Like they could be on the undercard or something and they're fucking, they got to drive Uber to pay their coaches, to pay their fucking, their living expenses. Cause I mean, what is it that they pay their low, their lowest tier people, like 15 grand per fight yeah. to show? If, or, no, 10, 10. Oh. 10 to show to win and then 15, 15. Oh, motherfuckers. Dude, that's nothing. How many times you a year do you have to fight then at that point to make a, a fucking living dude like so you're saying lowest tier makes 10 to show yeah and then they make another what 10 if, if they, they win, win. Mm -hmm. and then if they're lucky they have fight of the night and maybe they get another 10 20 on top well they get even less if it's on that dana white contender series that's what? like the new yeah so they have the ufc has like a minor league yeah called the dwcs the dana white contender series and uh those guys i think get five thousand pretty sure it's five and five are they pros or are they amateurs i mean i guess they can't they're, be amateurs if they're making money yeah but. yeah so they're pros low level pros um jamal hill the guy that beat glover to share he started on the dana white contender series and then that guy bo nichols I was just telling you about he's mm -hmm. started on the Dana White Contender Series. So they're getting um, like decent guys out of it. It's just, it's pretty exploitive because these, these fights are getting aired. Like it's mm -hmm. part of the ESPN contract that they have with uh, the UFC. So these fights are getting aired. They're getting ratings on it. They're advertising or whatever, but these guys are making even less than the UFC guys are making. So it's pretty wild. That's fucking nuts, man. I don't... I want to... Okay, so uh, have you heard about this? I can't remember the details to this, but there was some law getting passed where I, it's the Ali Act. Yeah. Where basically what they want to do is they want to separate the promotions mm -hmm. from the matchmaking. Is that what the Ali Act is? I can't remember all the details. Yeah, because... The way it stands, the fighters are all independent contractors, yet they're not allowed to fight down their promotions. So it doesn't make any sense. So it would turn it into something a lot more similar to boxing. Yeah. However, as it's written, the MMA promotions do not fall under the Ali Act. So there was there's a lawsuit, I think it's still going, that's working its way through the courts. And the lawsuit is suing to make the UFC and the other MMA promotions have to also uh, abide by the Ali Act, but I, I don't know where that's at. I don't know yeah. how far along that is. So here's something from MMA News. 
the title reads former fighter hints at a possible senate reintroduction of the ali expansion act so they're 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 trying to get this to include mma which will then include ufc which then force someone like dana white to pay to pay these fighters you know because like what the fuck man you're gonna tell me there's somebody who fucking has been on tv who's fighting putting their life on the line and he's only making at best you know you know 15 grand or whatever and he has to drive uber or she has to drive uber dude i i only remember this because i just wrote about it a couple days ago again remember demetrius johnson mighty mouse yes longtime champ at uh i think it was 135 Mm -hmm. um he did an interview recently and he said on his third title defense so he already been champion for over a year and this was his third title defense he made 30 to show 30 to win motherfucker yeah dude isn't that crazy? He said he was making more money like playing video games online than he yeah. was as a UFC fighter, as yeah. a UFC champ. Yeah. Which is, here's the thing. He doesn't make any money as playing video games if he wasn't champ. Yeah, you, that's you true. Know? So, like, it's it's problematic at best. I mean, you can't... <sighs> he would be nobody if it wasn't for the UFC. But at the same time, still the UFC is making a shit ton of money. I don't buy the whole the whole nonsense that Dana says that they don't make the money that that boxing makes. I don't buy that. I mean, sure, no. the sure boxing makes a lot of more money, probably. I mean, the, but it's they don't. The in the last year, um, I don't think a single boxing pay per view outsold the UFC pay per view that month. The UFC beat boxing the entire year long. I might be off a little bit on that number, but I'm pretty positive I read that. Dude. So then that's just more smokescreen bullshit from fucking Dana. Yeah. It's the way the structure, the contract is structured with ESPN. The UFC gets a guaranteed 500,000 pay-per-view buys from ESPN. Regardless of how many people actually buy that pay-per-view, the UFC gets paid by ESPN for 500,000 buys. Anything after the 500,000, it gets split between the UFC and ESPN. I think the the majority will go to ESPN. Wow. That's a guaranteed check that the UFC is getting. And then the UFC gets to keep all the gate revenue. So all the tickets sold to the event, that all goes to the UFC, all the merchandise and the ad sales and shit that are on the ring and all all that stuff that all goes to ufc so like it's been a it's been a double-edged sword because for the longest time people were hoping to see ufc on espn because it would like legitimize the sport you know it would get more eyeballs on it because i mean you we all care about the sport we all care about the ufc we want more people to watch it's really you know it's an amazing sport however in a lot of ways, it ended up being the worst thing that could have happened because now the UFC is more concerned about putting on an event than actually what happens during an event. Mm. That's why you keep seeing these pay-per-view cards that have one or two good fights and then a bunch of no-names because it doesn't matter anymore. They have that guaranteed check coming. So it's no longer about the quality. It's just about the quantity. Okay, so here's a thought, though. 
you're going to have this, I don't want to call it a revolving door, but I mean, you're going to have stars climb and then leave, right? Because everybody has a certain window before they have to retire or move on or whatever. Like you have to introduce new talent just so that talent can grow. So that's why they have the fight nights and all this other stuff going on, which I appreciate, which gives an opportunity for these, you know, uh, low level fighters to gain the experience they need to climb the ladder to become stars. It like you can't have these awesome fight cards and not have a few bad ones. Like mm-hmm. you have to have some guys on the card that are going to not fill the card, but also get the experience with not only fighting, but also like with the giant crowd and all this stuff. Cause fight nights are a little different and you know, maybe the pressure is a little less on a big pay-per-view card. You're going to have a lot more eyes. You're going to, they're going to be bigger. They're going to be this. That's a little bit more of a, more pressure for some of these fighters. Some of these fighters need to experience that. Like, how do you continue to keep the quality of these cards and grow new emerging talent? I I think you're going to have to have some shitty cards here and there. Yeah, of course. I just feel that the general quality of the cards, it hasn't been up and down like, oh, three or four straight really good cards and then maybe one dud or something. Yeah, it's kind of seems like the quality itself across the board on average just keeps getting a little bit lower mm. as the year goes by. And I think another thing that's kind of happened is while Conor McGregor was great for the sport, I don't think the UFC really wants another Conor McGregor. They don't want someone that ends up with that much leverage over them that is making that much money that can tell them, hey, fuck you, I'm going to leave and do whatever the hell I want whenever I want. I think that's their worst nightmare. I don't think they want that to happen again. So they're willing to push fighters to a certain extent, but then once they start kind of uh, bumping up against that wall of becoming bigger than the UFC, the way McGregor did, they shut it down. You think, I think so? that's why they, yeah, I really do. I think it's part of the reason they're fine with Ngannou leaving. They'd rather replace him with someone cheaper or replace him with John Jones, I guess. Uh, Cause John Jones is a company man and he's going to toe the line and you're not going to hear John Jones pushing for a, a fighter's union or anything. They don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But he's going to be uh, running over pregnant women. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, like what, what is the decision-making there, man? Like what the fuck is wrong with you? You're like, I mean, not you, but like the UFC, mm-hmm. like what is wrong with the UFC? Why are they making these decisions where it's just like, okay, let's have this asshole be the fucking, you know, go straight to the top, not like out of like, a three-year hiatus and yeah no people who are more worthy let's not do any favors for them but ah dude how are you gonna like let go Nganu who wants to do right by his companions by the other fighters in the UFC you're gonna say goodbye to that guy and you're gonna put in this crazy psycho back in the the roster hasn't fought in three years an immediate title shot I don't fucking understand it, dude. I hope he's never even fought at that weight class. Isn't that insane? I hope Gon goes ahead and kicks his ass. I really do. But I mean, if, gonna, I mean, it should be a good fight. If if I Jones think, uh, if Jones comes back and does what Jones does, I, I'm going to be impressed. But well, I won't I mean, be Jones happy. Is, his two fights right before he was gone for three years, he didn't look great. Mm-mm. He looked sluggish. I don't think he bought, I think he lost to Dominic Reyes. I think that's a fight he actually lost. They gave it to him, the judges. But he's got the path to victory. We saw it with Nganu. 
the Eurogons wrestling was so bad, he made Nganu look like a D3 All-American wrestler, like an <laughs> Olympian. And John Jones was an All-American wrestler. Yeah. Who managed to shut down Daniel Cormier, who is an Olympic wrestler, because mm. that's how high level John Jones' wrestling is. So his path is if he can get Cyrogon down, he can hold him down for five rounds and then he'll win the fight. But we've never seen John Jones at this weight class. We've never seen him at 250 pounds. Like, who knows how his cardio holds up? You know, who knows how much speed and explosion he has left? While Cyrogon, not only is he a natural heavyweight, but that dude is fucking ripped. Like, he's a freak athlete. We don't have to worry about any of that. He knows what kind of power he has at weight. So, I don't know. It's a, it's a good fight on paper, and I hope it lives up to the, the, the potential there. I wonder what, what Jones looks like right now. I'm, like, looking for, for pictures of Oh, he of this. posts clips of himself deadlifting. Is he big right now? Hey, I mean, he looks bigger. His legs are still really skinny. <laughs> I was gonna. I was. That was the first thing I was yeah. gonna ask. Has he been skipping leg day, this motherfucker? No, he doesn't. <laughs> he really is one of those people that just has bad legs. I can relate. <laughs> I got chicken legs, dude. Just, just work them calves, brother. Just work them calves. You need them for know, the man. jumping and the basketball, right? I mean, no, no, it's true. Uh, dude, I, you would think that with the, you know, now that he's allowed to grow a little more muscle that he would work. Oh, yeah. He wasn't legs. being tested for the last three years. Oh shit. Good point. Yeah. You know, I, uh, wouldn't put it past him if he started, you know, putting a little bit of that juice in the yeah, veins man. there, dude, I, I can't find a picture of him right now. I mean, I see, I saw him. What with is all his Instagram? Okay. I, I'll have to, I don't follow him on Instagram cause he, he freaks me out a little bit, but <laughs> it's just like you know i don't know man like i i don't want i'm afraid that i'll he'll pop up and then people are gonna be like what the fuck are you doing following john jones yeah you know i'm looking at my phone but uh here hold on let me see if i could i want to see him let's see let's see let's see uh i fucking follow craig jones oh well is <laughs> <laughs> craig jones he's a jujitsu guy Oh, okay. I thought it was gonna be like one of John Jones's others. No, look at Craig Jones. Okay, I don't. I don't mean to be off topic, but Craig Jones' description says Craig Jones athlete, and then under it says second place in everything Mexican ground karate red belt. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fun time. Oh yeah. So hold on. I want to see what Jones looks like. John Jones, come on, fucker. All of his brothers are in the NFL. And he's the small brother. Yeah, he's the small brother. They would mm-hmm. fuck with him. So what kind of fucking monster are his brothers? They're huge, man. And they have also been busted for steroids. Yeah. Well, I mean, they pass it out at the family reunions. <laughs> it's just in the punch. <laughs> it's in the punch. Yeah. It's in the food. Yeah, I'm not... I'm, I can't find him on Instagram. How is that possible? It's like Johnny Bones Jones or Boney Jones, something like that. Boney Jones. Yeah, I'm pretty positive. It's just there. I think it's Boney. Boney Jones. Boney. There you go. Johnny Bones. Yeah, there you go. Johnny Bones and it's Boney. Come on, Boney. It's the code on Boney. Okay. 
Oh, he's looking swole. Yeah, he's a. You know, it, a big dude, man. Yeah, it, maybe he doesn't have the genetics for like his lower limb, because like his forearms look skinny. Yeah, and so so do his like calves. Yeah, but look at his like back and his shoulders and chest. He's gigantic. He looks like a heavyweight. If you dude, just look at his torso, dude, that is nuts. He he's he's gained a lot of muscle. So, do you know, have any idea what like how much how much he's walking around right now? Uh, he's posted his weight a few times. I think he's like at two forty five, two fifty. He'll probably fight around. I don't know if I had to guess like two forty, maybe two thirty five somewhere on there. So, here's the funny thing about the, that fact. Okay, so John Jones, how how tall is he? Here, let me look up his stats. Jones, he's six four. He's he's okay. So he's six four, and he walks around. We're 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 thinking two thirty five, two forty, or whatever. I'm I'm five eleven, and I weigh two thirty five. I do not look like Jones. It's crazy to think that there's a that this man and him and I are the same weight but this guy would probably beat the bricks off of me dude i don't know man i think you could take him <laughs> come on ufc hook it up yeah you need to start talking a lot of shit <laughs> yeah that's that's how this pack podcast will grow man i just gotta start talking shit to fighters what'd you say you're like a purple belt i'm a purple belt yeah i think you could take him <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> is, I think it, is John Jones a black belt? No, nah, I don't think he is. Hold on. I'm looking that up right now as we speak. He's been around a long time, man. Yeah, but like, oh, he's a purple belt. Oh, there you go. So it's a it's a fair fight. It's an yeah. even fight. So he's a he's a black belt in Gaido Jitsu under Greg Jackson. <laughs> Whatever okay. that is. And he's a purple belt under Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu under uh Huberto Alancar. I'm I'm assuming he's Brazilian, that cat. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm, I mispronounced that poor guy's name real bad. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's a purple ball. But I mean, like, he's a purple ball. That's a different purple belt. That's a really different purple belt than my purple belt. Are you His talking pur- shit about your gym? No, I'm talking shit about myself. I don't know, man. No, don't, don't put that Shots out there, man. Fired. I don't know if those guys listen to this. Don't fucking roast me. Where do you train? Where do you train again? Let's let the people know. Well, no, 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 no. Okay, so like I just started at Living Art here in Willowbrook. But don't, okay. that, if I suck, it's not their fault. It, I, suck. Your, <laughs> I suck because I who's suck. Who's your sensei? <laughs> he has no, he has, there's no reason for him to claim my suckiness. I, I suck and it's not his fault. <laughs> I suck because okay. I've been bouncing around for a while. So and, mm-hmm. and plus I keep starting and stopping. So that's 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 my issue. But yeah, no, that this guy this guy is absolutely like he could take he could take five years off. He'd probably still kick my ass. You know? But uh anyway. Uh so uh looking for more of the events here or looking at the events here. Well, here's the crazy thing, because we were talking about how, like, the UFC doesn't push. Like, it lets their fighters get kind of relatively big, but then they stop. 
Mm. And there's the Islam Makhachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky fight coming up. That is the number one pound for pound guy versus the number two guy right now. So if you look up the UFC's pound for pound rankings, number one is Alexander Volkanovsky. Number two is Islam. Uh-huh. So I don't remember the last time that happened where you had two champs and the number one, number two guy all in the same fight. Yet the UFC is not really pushing that fight. In fact, Islam, I think today came out and complained, like, why are they not promoting this fight? I think it's because Dana fucking fucked up and now he's just trying to mellow mellow things out because the more attention the ufc gets the more attention dana gets yeah but you know what's getting a lot of attention was that that they don't have any problem pushing was that uh, well the, the slap slap the slap league bro that's yeah that's what i wanted to talk about okay so you got no problem pushing that <laughs> oh what the fuck okay so uh i think it was you who brought this up you, you said like okay so dana white slaps his wife yeah and, and now there's this slap promotion this this whole slap thing power slap it's called right yeah power slap they i this is like oh dude read the room like that is not that oh dude it's it's embarrassing man like <laughs> i don't oh my god people that don't watch like the ufc or watch mma stuff they're going to associate the power slap with all this, right? Like, so they're going to think like, oh, you like UFC. That means you like the power, the slapping. You like yeah. slapping leagues <laughs> too, right? Like you're into that. Like, who's your favorite slapper? <laughs> Dude. Okay. So I keep seeing clips for this shit pop up into my feed. Mm-hmm. And I look at it and I'm like, why would anybody do this shit? There, you're oh, just man. straight taking blows to the face. You can call it temple. slap. Yeah, yeah, the whole side of the face. That's all fucking. That's yeah. all knockout shit. You know, like. So yeah, exactly. That's what I was about to say. It's like the concussion zone, <sighs> dude. Like it's one thing if you're fighting, um, you're you're dodging, you're moving, you're rolling with the punches. Like you yeah. don't always really take a clean shot. The shots that get you, the big ones, they're the ones that you don't see coming. And, yeah, exactly. And they happen, you know. That even if they happen every fight, it's not like they happen all, you know, the whole fight, you know, that happens and they stop it. These guys are taking concussion type blows round after round. Like they're taking turns, smacking the shit out of it. No, I shouldn't say smacking. Cause it's not really smacking. They're, they're no. fucking, they're, they're hitting each other hard with yeah, man. It, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's, it's, probably the worst sport for head trauma i i put that even above football football oh, is yeah. bad this is probably even worse than football and what are these guys getting paid i have no idea i think I doubt it's much i think they're getting paid pennies dude the people competing in the sport look like it looks like dana drove up to a 7-eleven and rounded up the people hanging out in the parking lot. <laughs> well, that's a good that's a that's a good that's a good question. Like, where did he find these people? Or Russia? Or they're just people from Russia? <laughs> oh, dude, this is gonna make you sad. So okay. I found this article uh, from Total Sport or to- totalsportal.com, and the title says, "How much a fighter earn? How much a fighter earn in?" 
power slap league. I think someone from Russia wrote that title because I can't even fucking read it. Will <laughs> there be bonus for winners? Will there oh, okay. be bonus for winners? Okay, Dude. so they make so every match of a fire two thousand dollars is available for I, I think okay so I wait a minute fee match I don't get this they have to pay two thousand to show up <laughs> oh no forgive me because it says okay. fee and then match I don't think someone who wrote English I don't know I, I can't even <laughs> speak English right now yeah. I don't think a person that speaks English wrote this goddamn article it doesn't make any sense but I think they get two thousand to show and another two thousand if they win Mm-hmm. So four thousand total for take home if they win. Incredible. Two thousand dollars, dude. Two thousand dollars for a concussion. Not worth it, man. Not in the least. Look up, only- some of these fighters post um photos of their faces the day after. Have you seen any of those? I've I've seen them like the moment after they get knocked out. Yeah. Some of these guys' faces are swollen crazy. Swollen, and it looks like they just had a stroke. Oh, bro. Like, one eye will be closed, and the other one is completely still, you know, and, like, half their face isn't moving. Probably a lot of nerve damage. Yeah, man. It's bad. Man. I can't even believe this is legal, honestly. That's the other thing. How is this fucking legal? Like, I don't get this. I don't, where does this fall? Like, why is this falling through the legal cracks? Like, I don't get how this is fucking legal. I don't, what channel is it on? I don't know. I don't even know who, like, who would even watch this shit? Could you imagine? Okay. Can you think of any other sport where let's say you weren't home and you came home and your kids were watching this? Like, what would be your reaction? Oh, man. Would you want your son to watch this? probably not like no. i don't want him because i don't want him because it's funny right like we all look yeah. at it and we think it's funny but then it stops being funny when you see the repercussions right you think oh it's entertaining it's funny and for me like when i see it in the feed it's just like one of those things it's like ah, whatever you know but for two grand like i don't want anybody aspiring to do this shit this is stupid. I will say there is a version of this that I think is, uh, I'm going to have to cut this, but that is incredibly sexist and hilarious. There's like a, there's butt slapping. That's a, that's a league that there's a league, of course, in Russia, someplace where the women are butt slapping each other. They're like, okay, they're taking turns, slapping each other on the ass. Uh-huh. Uh, the repercussions not nearly as drastic right not nearly as crazy what do they tap out like how do you win this i i guess they tap out i i don't know how you beat them like i don't know how you win but like yeah they leave with red butts you know you sure you you should this was a sport you weren't just like on a website online. <laughs> <laughs> maybe a website that ends with hub <laughs> hey don't don't give anybody any fucking advertising <laughs> Um, yeah. no. And, and yes, I, well, I mean, it's, it's on Instagram. It's gotta be real. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
but yeah, no, dude, like it, here, I don't even know. I'm afraid to, I'm afraid to look for this. I'd rather but, kid watches that truthfully. You rather, watch- I, I'd rather they watch that. Like, it's dumb, but if they go off and try and try to do it, they're not going to hurt someone. No, you know? not, no, they probably hurt their hand before they fucking hurt that butt. But dude, let me see. Uh, but yeah, okay. Slapping. Let me know how you search for this. Butt slapping league. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the new booty slapping champion has arrived. Oh, okay. Booty slapping contest leaves women's butt cheeks red. Okay. There. On the Daily Star, the title is Booty there. Slapping Contest Leaves Women's Butt Cheeks Red. You see, and this is Daily Star. It's in the UK. They speak English. Oh wow! That it looks brutal, man. Like, <laughs> like those butts are red. But you gotta include a photo of this for the pod. I don't know if I can. <laughs> yeah, you can, man. I don't think you should cut this. Just leave it in. Just leave it all in. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> are they also called fighters? Uh Okay. So here. I, you can you can make me okay. Models in Romania are aimed to become the queen of booty slapping during an outlandish contest that has now become popularized on social media. So it sounds like it was just a one-off, and now it's becoming a thing. Footage of the bizarre booty slapping contest in Romania has left sports fans in complete awe. Okay, <laughs> the outlandish booty slapping championship appeared to first gain notoriety in russia okay so it's not the first time they people have done this where fitness yeah. models take turns slapping each other on the bum you know it's, mm-hmm. they're in the uk well they're on, athletes man be respectful <laughs> on stage with the aim of knocking each other off balance oh so if they fall oh okay i guess they lose and the tournament that took place in romania last year appears to derive from the brutal men's slapping tournament where competitors ruthlessly, ruthlessly hit each other in the face as hard as possible the footage i thought you were going to say in the bomb again no just dudes <laughs> slapping each other in the ass <laughs> you should do that one <laughs> that, yeah. that, and then i wouldn't feel so angry about them getting concussion for two grand yeah you know? and you wouldn't feel like as much of a pervert you know <laughs> you don't think so? I think it feels uh, really weird boy. watching that. Because these it women depends are, what they're wearing. Well, these women are in thongs and stuff, so I don't think I want to okay, see well, a dude in thongs. Well, you don't want to be sexist, so the men would also have to compete. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Equal equal rights. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta get the dudes wearing thongs, getting them slapped. Yeah. Oh, dude, no, dude. <laughs> no, I don't want to see that. I don't think even I don't think anybody wants to see that. I don't even think the women want to see that. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean they would be the one to tune in, right? I mean, I would assume they would be for women and people who are attracted to dudes, right? And I don't even think they want to see that shit. But um, but yeah. Oh dude. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's you're right, like you said. And how we just mentioned that it's really in poor taste that Dana White slapped a woman, slapped his wife, and now he's got the power slap and he's pushing this power slap nonsense. Meanwhile, they're not pushing these awesome fucking fights 
like Islam versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, I don't know. It's a freak show, man. Yeah. The the slap thing is like a circus act. It is. It is. And so, I mean, I don't, I don't like, like taking shots at people for trying shit. Uh, I, I mean, you have to try stuff to like try to figure out if you can be something or do something or become something or whatever. You're going to take chances. You're going to do stupid stuff and people are going to laugh at you. But the fact that he, he hits his woman and then, and then goes and, and does this power slap stuff. It's just really stupid. It's just the, the, the power slap is stupid. He pays, he pays these poor guys fucking nothing and they're probably getting worse trauma than ufc fighters yeah and and i thought that he wouldn't be pushing anything because of all the heat on him for for hitting his mother his, his mother his wife you know like and and the other gross piece of this is that there are people defending him mm-hmm. saying that well she hit him first yeah come on man he's a dude and and he's not a small dude. He's he's no, he's a big dude. He's a he's pretty jack for who he is, right? And he's a chemically enhanced man. You think he's chemically enhanced? Hundred uh, percent. You got he's got a little bit of the Captain America uh, Hulk sports serum in him. Yeah, I don't think anyone gets that red naturally. You know, <laughs> have their head blow up three sizes and get that red. I don't think that happens on its own. Yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, dude. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, but I'm sure you're right because I mean they're probably all, you know, doing that shit. But, ah, uh, dude, I, I just see. I agree with you. It's like really in poor taste, and, and I don't even understand the. I don't even understand the motivation for 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 pushing that over this over over some. Because well, it's fights. cheap. Think about it, man. It's like almost pure profit. You're paying the fighters peanuts, even less than you normally pay the fighters, and it's just advertising and it's a really cheap show to put on you don't have to build an entire octagon have a bunch of space to do it you don't have to do any of that it's really it's a table right they do it at a table and you have to like hold on to the table and yeah. receive the slap and not fall over right yeah so it's a super cheap i mean sport and quotes to put on so i don't how do you even train that it's not like you can train your head to... i have no idea Fucking... I, I don't know it's fucking nuts. Well, so, you know what's crazy? Like, so Dana slapped his wife, and then everyone thought, like, all right, well, that'll cancel that stupid slap, the power slap from happening. But instead, they just delayed it for like two weeks. <laughs> oh, right is that all it. they did? They delayed it even? Yeah, they just delayed it. I don't even think it was a full two weeks. I think it was like ten days. Oh, you fuckers! This is. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh man, dude! I hope that power slap stuff goes away because I'm tired of seeing it in my fucking feed. You know, like it's rare that someone tells me what they're into. Like I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. Yeah, I think that's what the kids say. Uh, <laughs> yuck the yum. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to yuck your yum. Um, but I think if I met someone, they're like, "Yeah, I love the power slap league." Have you been watching? Like, I think I would immediately think less of the person like, like I, I would just be like i don't want to be your friend dude like, uh, if you like that then i'm pretty sure we're not gonna have anything in common i don't know who would I, you see that's the other that's a good point though like who watches this stuff 
Who is watching this? I don't this? know, man. I like don't it, know, man. There's no skill in it, so no athlete is really going to watch it. Like, there's no like. I don't know who who's going to. Oh, did you see the way he slapped them? Like the technique, like. Well, that's the funny thing. They've been asking like UFC fighters, like, hey, have you, what are your thoughts on the power slap or have you been watching? And they've all said, no, I haven't heard a single fighter be like, yeah, I'm into that. I don't, I don't know if anybody's watching that shit. That's gonna, that's gonna go away. That has to go away. It's stupid. <laughs> I, it, I can see teenagers being into it. <sighs> really? I could see it being popular on TikTok because it's so short. Like it's just little clips. So you put like some crazy music to it and put it on TikTok, and I could see teens and like preteen boys being like, "This is crazy," and then showing their friends. Oh, that's the worst because the teen boys would be the first people to fucking try this stupid shit. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, okay, so power slap ratings improve in week two. Still loses more than half of AEW lead-in. Oh, so it's on uh, AEW. That's TNT or TBS, right? TBS. Yeah. So it's so, on cable. Yeah. It's actually, I figured it was going to be like on one of those streaming channels. No, it's on cable. So I'm trying to see what it's doing. So Power Slap finished in number 30 position this week for. 413,000 viewers. The broadcast had a 13 rating among 18 to 49 year old viewers, a 0.8 in the 1834 demographic. Power Slap's numbers were 590 viewers less than AEW's. Mm. I don't know what AEW is. What is that? Oh, that's the wrestling. So, oh, okay. That's like the second big one. There's like the WWE and then AEW's their competition. Well, it it had five hundred. It had almost six hundred thousand less viewers than that wrestling thing. Well, it shows you who they think their viewers are, because in general, wrestling viewers are male and teen boys and older men. I guess that's pretty much the demographic for wrestling. Mm-hmm. And there's some women that do watch, but I mean. The majority yeah. are males, so they're assuming that's who's going to be into this too. That makes sense. That's the that makes sense. That that would be the demographic people who don't know anything about sports, who believe in <laughs> fake sports. I can't believe they call them fighters. They call they call the wrestlers fighters. No, they call those slappers. They call them fighters. They call them fighters. Yeah, in that article you were reading, they kept referring to them as fighters. <sighs> I just thought, well, I mean, I'm assuming that this is the only place that, uh, I guess not. What do you call them? I guess you can call them athletes, but I don't even know if you can call them athletes because they're not doing just anything really. slappers. Slappers. There you go. They're slappers or call them contestants. There you go. Yes. That makes more sense because they're not really athletes. Oh, no, this, is, this isn't a fight. Mm, no. I don't, dude, it's like, uh, I don't even know what to compare it to, honestly. Yeah, I don't know. So it's only it's only got four hundred and thirteen viewers. It's gonna go away. Cause uh, I mean, who's gonna who's gonna want to watch this? Uh, I mean, maybe maybe uh, TBS will put it like at night, in the middle of the night when yeah. nobody watches anything. Instead of an infomercial, yeah. they're gonna put this shit on. 
you know i hope you're right you know uh, i i don't know but then like if it keeps going then people are still like i don't like the fact that there are people who are dumb enough to do this for two grand two grand is nothing and you're not going to get any visibility so there's no benefits i mean it's worse than the ufc you're not getting paid you're not even getting paid the low amount in the that you would get at the ufc and you're not even getting the fucking the visibility that you would get for the ufc no or you you also don't get the respect like if you were a fighter in the ufc that don't impress anyone like that's a cool thing to tell people like yeah i fought in the ufc you know or the fact that people that know about mma assume oh then that means that guy trained for years he you know has a bunch of jujitsu under his belt he must have boxed like all this other shit if someone tells you like yeah i'm a power slapper like, <laughs> is that you'll be like oh wow oh shit like yeah i can't believe i, I know a power slapper <laughs> i'm gonna be like i feel sorry for you and you're too grand yeah be like oh i didn't know you were doing that bad man like, should have asked me for some money <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know you were that hard up dude i'm i can probably pick up a side hustle with like like a like a web project yeah. and make and it'll probably i mean i don't make a lot but could probably make more money in less time without the head trauma <laughs> yeah you could you could do like uh design one of those websites for those butt slapping <laughs> videos that you've been watching <laughs> I might make more money out of that. You know, maybe I, oh, I, without I, a doubt. I probably, Hey, you know, like, uh, build in some kind of uh, thing where I can get some repeat business there. Be like, here's some website pages. Let me know if you need any more, you know, to, if you were a butt slapping athlete, I'd be more interested in talking to you than if you were in the power slap league. You want to talk to me if I'm a butt slap? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see no, me? Like, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think like you want to see my general, butt, dude. <laughs> I would tell people everywhere. <laughs> my cousin is a butt yeah. slapping champion. <laughs> I would not shut up about it. Like, like your brother on his way to getting a PhD, and I would mention your butt slapping before I mention that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and his brother's got a phd yeah. <laughs> you know that would make my brother so angry yeah i know what does edgar get all that fucking attention with his stupid butt i'm a fucking genius of phd yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh man now i, now I want to be a butt slapping champion <laughs> i'm gonna start training for this maybe i don't know what i'll do but maybe some squats or something <laughs> yeah, i don't even think you have to do it i think you just claim it like who would lie about that like people would just believe you <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna put that in the fucking in my bio for the uh floral podcast speaking of which you got to send me your bio oh yeah that's true yeah i've been meaning to put okay. your bio in the in the thing i gotta put mm -hmm. i gotta put everybody in there but but yeah i'm gonna put you in there i'll put you a butt slapping champion there you go i think you should title this pod butt uh, ufc uh butt slaps 
Power <laughs> slaps. Are we scumbags? Question mark. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit. Of, maybe a little bit of all of the above. I guess I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, is there any others? Uh, is there anything else you want to mention uh, in terms of the the status of the UFC? Yeah. Uh, real quick, some quick hitters. Conor McGregor supposed to come back this year. He might be the host of the next Ultimate Fighter. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. Do we know who That's, he's going to be? Uh, who's going to be up against in terms of coaching? No, and it's still not confirmed he's going to do it. But there's a lot of smoke there, so and uh, people are pushing for Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler? No, get Khabib. Oh who yeah, Khabib. He wouldn't come back. Well, that's one of my next. That's one of the next topics I was going to come up. But the original rumor was going to be Tony Ferguson, hmm. which I really hope not. I think that'd be depressing. Um, yeah, he doesn't. He have a lot of problems, man. Like he's got a lot of problems, and he looked awful in that Nate Diaz fight. Hmm. Remember that? Vaguely, I don't. Like he, he was. I just remember you and I talking about his his mental issues and his mental health, and he's got a lot going on. It may be, yeah. Go ahead, dude. I don't know. Like, I don't want to see him get beat up by Conor McGregor. Um, but yeah, he might come back. Or McGregor keeps claiming he's going to come back in 2023. He might be the one of the coaches on the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, he was hit by a car last week. Oh. <laughs> So I should also have that. He was riding his bike. Conor McGregor was riding his bicycle, and he got hit by a car. <laughs> but, but he's he, fine. He's, There's nothing wrong with him. He claims to be fine. Yeah. yeah, he claims to be fine. The guy that hit him with his car gave McGregor a ride home. Oh, are you serious? I didn't know this. Yeah. I thought yeah, the McGregor guy rode posted off. It. No, he's... I think it happened in Ireland. I'm not sure. But uh, McGregor says he was, like, um, riding on a hill... During sunset, I think, and the sun was in the driver's eye, so he didn't see McGregor. So McGregor, to his credit, was really understanding about it. His bike got fucked up. Yeah. But then the guy gave him a ride home, and McGregor posted a clip riding in the car with the guy. The guy <laughs> looks, like, so scared. Like, he's all red and, like, shaky, you know? Because <laughs> it's like, if they're in Ireland, he knows who McGregor is. He's like, I just hit a guy worth, like, half a billion dollars, whatever it is. <laughs> But, but but like think about this like McGregor's cool enough to sit in the car with this guy. Yeah, no, that's you would not expect that from him. Is he? It's, I wonder mm-hmm. what that ride was like. Was he angry? You think? Or was know, he like? Because yeah. like one of the things I one of the memes that I saw playing playing out in the streams was like, yeah, I got hit by a car, but my judo and my boxing and my MMA skills or whatever saved me. I'm like, what? Oh, he said that? I don't I don't know if he said it or if someone else said it or just made a joke of it. Let me see if oh. I can find this, but like I, I was just like, what? I just wondered like what that conversation must have been like. Like, was he in good spirits? Was he like forgiving or was he pissed? Like, why would you, you can even... watch the video? Pull it up on it, he put it on Instagram. Oh my god. Okay, here we go. Instagram. Okay, so he did say, okay, so he posted this on Twitter. It says, the notorious MMA says, got a bang of a car just now from behind. A sun trap. 
the driver couldn't see me full speed full speed straight through me thank you god it wasn't my time thank you wrestling and judo also having an awareness on the landing saved my life okay so that's that's where i got that from i got it from twitter yeah that's it not wasn't dude. a joke no it wasn't a joke it was <laughs> it was a real thing see i wasn't making that up <laughs> yeah that is fucking nuts dude and he rode in the car and he seems like he's all cool and the dude's like <laughs> he did look scared you he saw what i was talking about yeah he looked scared but like uh connor was like fine with it i bet i bet connor you see connor is such a strange guy like you don't know what will piss him off yeah exactly remember he punched that old man in the face yeah because he didn't like connor's whiskey <laughs> yeah this guy hits him with a car and he's real cool about it <laughs> <laughs> hey he could take a shot to the face and the body just don't talk about his whiskey oh yeah there you go all right so <laughs> what else you got uh you brought up khabib uh he has stepped away from mma like period yeah period so like he has left because he had his own fight promotion mm -hmm. eagle fc he has left that you know he trains all those fighters from dagestan he has also left that he will not be there on at the corner of islam's fight uh next week or no that's like 10 days away now and he's completely stepped away from mma for a while he didn't say for how long so he's not training anybody he's not affiliated with anything right now he's just yep he's and what did he give a reason as to why he says he's been away from his family too much uh he just wants to go home and i mean it's true he's been a really busy guy since the moment he retired from the ufc he's been doing all sorts of stuff training all those fighters and flying around the world and stuff so yeah that's that's too bad i wonder i wonder if he stepped away because he doesn't want to get pulled into like coaching the ufc against mcgregor because that's what they would do like i mean if i was if i was i don't want to say dana <laughs> but if i was if i was in charge of the ufc that would be my interest like get those two guys together because you know you're gonna have sparks what would that even cost you know what I, would you have to offer khabib to do that see the khabib doesn't care about money though exactly so there's nothing you can give that guy to come back no nope that, that is kind of awesome like there's those are two awesome cats right there we just talked about francis Ngannou and fucking khabib yeah real warriors guys who don't fucking give a fuck about the money yeah to have to have that like internal strength to be able to say screw all that it doesn't matter if i do this wrong that's fucking badass i'm hoping he comes back you know after a year or two yeah who knows though i mean he's he's a pretty accomplished businessman he's got all sorts of investments going and i don't know maybe he just doesn't ever come back well he also said remember i think you you're the one who, who brought this point to me it was just like he doesn't want to fight without his dad and his dad is gone oh yeah no i don't think he will ever fight again yeah. i mean come back and just be a part of the sport oh because i think he's a good voice in the sport he's a 
super talented coach as well. I mean, look at all the fighters he has that are champions or contenders at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think it, I think it would be a shame if the MMA in general lost him. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think you can say you lost him. He was gonna leave, and there's no way you can stop him from leaving. I mean, maybe if his dad was still around, maybe he would still fight. But now that his dad is gone, he's got he's got no intention of coming back. Mm-hmm. He's he's done. He's gone. It's a crazy legacy, you know, undefeated champion, um, and then his protege is the champion now yeah and his other student is the champion at 155 in bellator he's got both champions in the two biggest leagues and he's got a bunch of our dagestanis that he's been training that are working their way up the ranks so tell those bear wrestlers all those bear wrestling they do i need to get a bear put the kids (laughs) on them yeah I think you'd be a bad dad if you did it. <laughs> I think I would be a bad dad if I did. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. What else you got on that list? Uh, speaking of Warriors, Alex Perea, we called it. Remember, we talked about him over a year ago at this point when we were talking about people that could dethrone uh, Israel Adesanya mm. and then Perea. You know, uh, you called it. I was fast rise. You called it. I was both credit. Uh, no, no, you called it. No, you, you don't have to give me credit. I would be full of it if, if I took it. You, you called it. You said that he would beat him because, uh, yeah, well, it took like really favorable matchmaking for it to happen. Mm. But once he got there, as long as he was able to get to Israel Asanya, then I thought he had a really a better shot than anyone else to do it. And he did it. it was, it's pretty crazy. And it was a crazy fight, too. Yeah, but wasn't there, like, super bad wrestling and jujitsu in that match? Oh, it like, was awful. It was it's like, the worst you'll ever see. Yeah, I just remember thinking, like, oh, these guys, please don't get on the ground anymore. You're hurting my eyes. Stand up. It was bad. Yeah. I remember seeing some really bad mistakes from both of them, but especially from Alex Perheya, uh, because he he's definitely – really just mostly a striker it's wild he's brazilian yeah and he lives with glover to share he lives with glover <laughs> yeah he lives with glover bro oh glover why aren't you just like in there hey man you know come over here i'll show you a little bit of this a little bit of that well apparently he's improved that was the best version of him we've seen that's after a couple of years of training with Glover Teixeira. Oh, that's rough. He must have had no jujitsu, nothing yeah, before no. that. I mean, he went straight into because he didn't train at all, and then he started doing kickboxing already in his twenties. So he had absolutely no foundation for jujitsu. Wow. Yeah. Well- He's he's done really well for himself with the limited skills he has. That kind of nuts. Yeah, I mean he's a badass, you know, kickboxer. I won't take that Did away. Did you from see? Him. He took the belt back to his tribe in Brazil because oh, he's yeah. really in touch with the indigenous roots or whatever he has. Did you see the photo of it? Yeah, I've seen that. He's like standing in like some hut or something with all this with his whole tribe or whatever. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was. But the rematch with him in Israel has been booked. 
That is April 8th, UFC 287. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. I heard I heard the buzz for that. I, don't, I wonder if it's on the website. It's kind of funny, you know, because Israel Adesanya came to the UFC pretty much to get away from him. And this dude shows up, beats him, <laughs> takes his belt. And like, cause there's, and then now there's a lot of rumors that he's going to move up. He's going to move up to 205. To run away from Perea? No, that Perea is going to move up. So it'd be funny if he ends up, Izzy never beat him when they were fighting in their kickboxing championships. And then Izzy doesn't beat him in the UFC either. And then, so he just came, took his belt, and then immediately leaves the weight class. <laughs> I I mean, I think he's definitely going to move up, especially if Jamal Hill manages to stay champion for longer. That's Mm -hmm. a perfect matchup for Perea. Uh, Well, you didn't see the fight, but so Perea was uh, cornering Glover. So after the fight, he went into the ring as well. And you could see him like sizing up Jamal Hill. And if you just saw those two dudes next to each other, you would have assumed that Perea is like the heavyweight. And that Jamal Jamal Hill is the one that fights like a 185 or something. Wow. He's just a huge guy. He's just a gigantic man. It's just like, I would think that it would be really easy to beat Perea. I really think that all you have to do is just take him down and he would be in a world of trouble. And you don't even have to be that high caliber of fucking ground fighter. You you just need maybe a jujitsu blue belt or some or some like maybe high school wrestling, and you might be able to beat this guy if you could if you can get past the hands and feet. Yeah, and take, and which take is this, saying a lot. Yeah, that's easier said than done. That's easier said than done. But if you can get past all that and take him to the ground, I feel like you can beat that guy real easily once you get him down there. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know I, I I don't remember seeing what what his uh, uh like ability to stand up is like i don't think it was, it was bad very, yeah i don't remember get it back being... up <laughs> i don't think either of them could but i don't know oh man i think he's izzy is actually pretty good at defending takedowns and stuff he he has good t te- uh, takedown defense mm-hmm. but that was his first career takedown and he held him down uh <laughs> yeah i don't know man i mean to Perea's credit so like he got there because of really favorable matchups. Mm-hmm. However, a bunch of these guys that have a good wrestling background or a good jujitsu background have been talking shit to him, mm-hmm. and he hasn't backed down from any of it. Hamza kept saying he wanted to fight him, oh. and then Pereira, yeah, Pereira was like, "Let's do it. We'll fight next month." Hamza will kick his ass. Well, Hamza disappeared. He oh, immediately it's... stopped responding or talking shit after Pereira said, "All right, let's fight. I'll fight you right now." At 205. Without a weight cut or anything, we'll fight at 205. Really? Yeah. And Hamza disappeared. Never responded. Mm. Well, wait a minute. What happened? What was that fight again that that, that got all shook up with Hamza? Oh, yeah. He was going to fight Nate Diaz. He was going to fight Nate. Up... Yeah. He fought um, uh, Holland. Kevin Holland. He fought yeah. Holland, Kevin Holland instead. And he ragdolled him. That was really impressive. Yeah, but do you remember what he did? He faked, he oh, faked yeah. that fist bump. Yeah. And shot on him after. That uh, was scummy. It was scummy. 
and then fucking but that, yeah no nah, dude I, I don't know i don't know man i don't think that was cool first of all i've i've said this before you don't bump fist before a fight you, you're not you're not in the training room this is a fight you shouldn't have been fucking bumping fist with that guy but then he shot on him that's so fucking gross man yeah yeah i don't know man robert whitaker wants to fight alex Perea, and uh again Perea didn't back down so i don't know why hamza wouldn't take that fight i would think hamza could beat him yeah but even i mean whitaker would beat him too uh-huh so robert whitaker so fun fact uh robert yeah. whitaker actually um, one of the trips here to Chicago came to the Viana brothers, which is one of my former training places that I went to. Daniel Viana, the head instructor at that gym, hung out with him. And I guess they closed the school or whatever while fucking Robert Whitaker was training there for, for, wow. for fights. Yeah, it was kind of cool. I wish I would have known, man. But like, what did they say about him? He said that he was cool. He was like so I cool. Bet. Yeah. That, that, was, that was crazy. But anyway. Now you said this. What was it called? The Vienna Gym. Yeah, the Vienna Brothers. I didn't know. Vienna Brothers. Yeah, yeah, and you were saying earlier that it's their fault. Your jujitsu's not better. No, Is that what you're saying? Don't do that to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> they will fucking kick my ass. <laughs> no, I suck because I suck. Yeah, not because Vienna Brothers. No, 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 no. But why was uh why was uh Whitaker? Why was he even training in Chicago? Because he was he had a fight here in chicago he was doing a fight here in chicago oh yeah that's right oh, i was yeah. at i was at that fight that was yeah. wrong with me so this yeah. is a while back now this was like five years ago right something like that yeah that five about six right. years ago yeah yeah damn man yeah, that's pretty wild yeah it is wild you know for him to pop up in in a little gym here in chicago that could that would have been cool if you could have been there yeah well like there's there's like there's always like awesome fighters popping up i believe Chechenko came not Valentina her sister her sister I can't remember her sister's name but like she showed up here in a gym here in, in Chicago or I should say like nearby in a suburb here there's a there's a Muay Thai gym here she showed up at that gym and was practicing and teaching or did a seminar or something there there's always like cool fighters showing up here and there it's cool to see well, Jamal Hill's from Chicago Jamal Hill and, uh... Yeah, he's from Chicago, but he trains out of, I think, Grand Rapids. Mm. Uh, yeah, Rodriguez, he trains out of Chicago. He did for a long time. I don't know if he still does. Oh, really? I didn't know that. You know, yeah. I mean, Chicago has a, a huge Mexican population. And there, and there are, like, good gyms here. You got a legendary UFC fighter, CM Punk. <laughs> also from Chicago. <laughs> Why do you do that to me, man? <laughs> yeah, the legend. <laughs> the legend CM Punk. How many fights did he do? Like two? Two. They were yeah. really bad. Oh. They were like sad. He was all proud. He got his cauliflower ear. <laughs> I ran into him while he was training. Get out of here. No. I Are swear you... to God. I, I don't know God. when you're lying to me or not, man. Sometimes no, no. You... I, was in Logan's... I was in Logan Square waiting in line and it was with i was with a girl i was dating at the time and two of her friends and we were about to have brunch <laughs> and a shirtless cm punk came oh. came running by because you know <laughs> doing his morning jog or something he was covered in sweat uh-huh and like to try and get around the line of people waiting to get in the brunch he kind of like bumped into us a little bit 
and I mean, he was nice. He was like, oh, sorry about that or whatever. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, no worries. And then he like kind of did like a wave and a wink and then he kept going. And I was like, I can't believe I met pound for pound, probably the best UFC fighter. Of all time. <laughs> now, I told everyone that in line. No, and, you uh, didn't. Assuming I didn't crack them. So those people had their brunch and left thinking that CM Punk, the UFC champion. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting there punking people in line. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no regrets. <laughs> if they don't know, they I, deserve to be fooled. <laughs> yeah, but like I remember the people I was with, they're like, he's a, he's a UFC fighter. I'm like, yeah, they're like he's really small. I'm like, they come in all sizes, you know? (laughs) Yeah, they do, man. I mean, Mighty Mouse is fucking small. He's like 5'4", I think. Yeah, but he would whoop the shit out of both of us at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude. Fucking, that's awesome. I mean, it's awesome that you ran into CM Punk. But it's, I mean, I just, uh, I wish he didn't do that whole stint in the UFC. Eh. No, that was bad. It was yeah. a freak show. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't blame a guy for trying, right? Let's see what else. What else did uh, we have on the docket? Uh, Josie Alto retired. Mm. You know, Glover Teixeira retired. Moreno finally put to bed this Davison Figueroa uh, rivalry. That's awesome. Uh, I don't know. Did you catch any of that fight? No, I want to watch it now. I, I wish I watched that. That was in the last year, uh, PPV or yeah. PPV. Yeah, I'm sure you can find it on YouTube or somewhere. Mm. Uh, Moreno dominated the fight. And then in the third round, he punched uh, Davidson in the eye. Like literally his knuckle went into Davidson's eye and then broke his orbital socket. Oh, so the fight was stopped. Yeah. Damn. Davidson tried complaining that he was poked in the eye and it was uh-huh. clearly got punched in the eye and the uncle, the uncle, the knuckle literally went into the eye. So that's probably why he felt like he was poked in the eye, maybe. Mm. But yeah, the fight got stopped and that was that. And now uh, Davidson claims he's going to move up. He's going to take some time off. He's going to move up to 45. Dude, that's always wild to me that people will break their orbital ball or their orbital socket and still come back and fight yeah i know man that's fucking wild to me like you could almost lose your eye yeah he got lucky he didn't that's fucking wild well brendan moreno was talking about fighting in mexico i hope so that would be dope like what was fucked up because like in that fight the crowd booed him non-stop and then after he got the belt and he was walking off the, the stage. He got pelted with beer. Why? Because it's Brazil. Oh, shit. They were in Brazil. That's right. They were in Brazil. Yeah. I heard that fucking crowd is wild in Brazil, man. Yeah. But the last time that happened was in Mexico City, too. What? So, yeah. It was uh, Yair Rodriguez versus... Um, oh, God. I can't remember his name now. What's his name? It's a guy with a beard. That fight got stopped early. It was a doctor's stoppage, I think. And the crowd started throwing beer into the into the octagon. At Yair? No. Uh, just in general, they were mad. Okay. At how the fight ended. 
and they were throwing it mostly at the other fighter who happens to have like Mexican ancestry too, but he looks very white. So I don't think the crowd knew that. <laughs> so it was like, it was hard to talk shit about the Brazilian fans when I know that the fans in Mexico city did the exact same thing. So are we talking about Jeremy Stevens? Yes. That's the fight. So Jeremy Stevens, an accidental eye poke. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, uh, it was, it's Mark is a, uh, no contest. No contest. No yeah. contest. So yeah. Yep. And that was the headliner. I think it was a fight night and that was the the main fight. Yeah, it was. It was a UFC fight night, September 21, uh, 2019. Yeah, that was wow. It's been three and a half years now. Yep. Man, yeah, you're Uh, yeah, I like mm -hmm. your year. He's got such sick kicks, man. Like uh, what is he? He probably has a little like taekwondo background. He is fucking awesome with that shit dude yeah he is like a character out of tekken <laughs> he is man he kind of is yeah. you know like he's like what people assume an mma fighter is like you know like in the movies or something yeah no that's exactly it. and you're and yeah he is he is a black belt in taekwondo yeah fucking awesome yeah exciting fighter i'm kind of surprised he's not a bigger star Cause I, he's like, uh, he's got like the looks for it, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's a photogenic looking guy and maybe, I don't know if he improved his English a little bit, it would push him more. I don't think his English is all that bad. No, it's gotten better. It's gotten a lot better, mm-hmm. but considering how much they want to have a star in Mexico, I'm surprised they're not pushing him there either. Maybe they are. And we just can't see it. Cause I, I see a little bit of that for like, uh, Alexa Grasso. Yeah, I and see, I see it for Brandon Moreno too. And, and I see it for Brandon Moreno as well. Yeah, because like Brandon Moreno, I think does the he I don't he doesn't do color. I think he does an uh, analysis, doesn't he? In yeah. Spanish? He, no, he does some of the color too. He does color too. Okay. Yeah, and some of the pay per views. I should. I good should at or, it. I should order a pay per view when he's doing color. It's him, and then sometimes it's uh, Vera Cheeto Vera does it too. Ooh, I like Cheeto Vera. I like his analysis mm-hmm. too. Cheeto's so smart, man. Yeah. He's got well, he's got a fight night coming up. Cheeto Vera. Yeah, he does. He does, he does. Against uh Corey Sanhagen. Sandhagen, I think. Sanhagen, That's gonna be a good yeah. fight. You think so? I don't know anything about Sanhagen. So. What was that? I don't know anything about Sanhagen. Who should I put my money oh. on? Fuck, man. I don't know. Uh hmm. Cheeto has improved a lot, but Corey Sanhagen, the problem with him is he's like at that level right below champion. Like he's never been able to get over the hump, but he's better than all the people below him. He just happens to not be able to beat whoever's champion at the time. Hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he just needs a little maturity, a little more time. So he's a young dude. So who do you have? Okay. So just, because you know, maybe I want to play some money on this, or maybe I don't. I don't know. Okay. But if I was gonna bet on Islam versus Alexander, who would I put my money on? I would. Well, I would bet on Perea again. On Perea? No, I'm talking about Islam Makachev versus Alexander Volkanovsky. Oh, oh, my bad. Oh, I don't know why I heard Adesanya. Out of, yeah, I don't know, man. I think I just had a stroke. Uh, <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> maybe. Oh, sorry. 
I took a little <laughs> break to do some power slapping in the other room real quick. <laughs> uh, Islam versus, oh, uh, Islam. He's going to be the heavy favorite. You think so? Oh, without a dude. <laughs> Look up the photos of Islam standing next to Alexander Volkanovsky. He's like a good six inches taller than him. Yeah, he is. Alexander's five six and Islam is five ten. Yeah. Dude. I don't know though, man. Alexander Volkanovsky's really good. He's really good. He what, deserves what, all the praise he gets. What's the weight class they're gonna be fighting in? One fifty five. Oh. So he's moving up. He's moving up. So uh, Volk well, no, because He's, uh, I think the yeah, year fights an interim championship. So Volk has a chance to be a champ, champ, a double champ. Uh-huh. That's on the line. I don't know, man. I just think that size difference is going to be too much, especially when Islam's entire game plan is to take you down and smother you. I don't know, man. Maybe Volkanovski can pull it off. Well, Volkanovski's really confident. Mm-hmm. He had. It, if you hear him in these interviews or whatever, it doesn't just sound like a fighter trying to hype up the fight. Like it sounds like he legitimately believes I'm going to win, and I kind of think you're crazy for not seeing that. Well, I mean, remember how he did against uh, T City Ortega? Yeah. Like when he when he when he fought that guy, I mean, Ortega had him like three four times. Yeah, dude, and you should have you should have seen that room. That room was going nuts, dude. <laughs> They're like, what? It was a crazy fight. It was crazy, dude. So dude, like, his head was like purple. I thought his head was going to come off. I was yeah. just like, why are you not tapping? I I thought for sure, more than once, for sure, he was done. They, you know, it was the, it was a guillotine. I was like, oh, he's got him. That's it. That's yeah. that's a. And then it was like a triangle or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's yeah, it. And that's, that's Ortega's it. signature, the fucking triangle. Exactly. That's why they call him T City. And it was like, deep. It, it was deep both times. Yeah. And he still got out. So, like, I think, I don't know. I don't know. This is a tough fight. Dude, I'm looking at the odds on the, on the site, and they don't even have the odds posted for the fight yet. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's not this Saturday. It's next Saturday. Yeah. But it's already Thursday. Yeah. That's, like, a little more than a week away. Yeah. Uh if I had to guess, I think Islam's going to be like a 200 favorite. Mm. Maybe more, honestly. It'd be but I don't nice. know. It'll get bet down. It'll get bet down. So maybe it'll even out. I don't know. Yeah. Mm, I had to check that out. It might not even be worth um, betting against if the odds are too close. I think it's going to be a good fight. I think it will be. It's just, I don't care for the rest of the card. No. I- <laughs> I mean, again, I like to see Yair fight, but I don't think Yair will have a problem with this Josh Emmett character, but I don't know anything about Josh Emmett. Uh, Josh Emmett, he's like a good all-around fighter. Yeah, he's he's ranked number five. I mean, he's probably pretty good. I'm not saying that he sucks or anything. I just just think Yair's got him. Yair is his favorite for that fight, too. He's his favorite to win. See, that's weird that there's, you can see odds for that fight, but not the other one. I can't. Yeah. There's odds for all the other fights. That doesn't make any sense. Except for the prelims. The prelims are spotty. But like. Is there like a 
like an injury or something we don't know about? Maybe. That would be interesting to find out. I should look that up before before I put money on this. Yeah. I know that's just really weird. Yeah. I wonder why they're waiting so long to put the odds down. Maybe it has more to do with like the betting thing. They don't want too many people putting money out way out in case somebody gets hurt or something. Or I don't know. I that wouldn't make any sense. No, man. It's never stopped them before. Yeah. I don't know. That's really weird. Mm. I'm gonna have to do some investigating there. All right, man. I'm excited well, for that fight. Yeah, I am I'm excited too. I'm excited. Oh, one more tidbit before okay, we cool. go. What do you got? Have you seen Raul Rosas Jr.? Oh, you're talking about that kid with does he have a cleft mouth or something? He's got a lot going on. Yeah, with his head in general. He, he is. <laughs> don't be mean, man. I like I, this I'm kid. Not trying to be mean. <laughs> I like this kid. He's got he's got a lot of hot sauce in his fucking tacos, man. His uh, <laughs> his he's got a lot of personality in his face. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why he's such a good fighter, man. You don't. Oh you, yeah. Do we, you don't think he was picked on as a kid? I'm sure. I'm sure he had it probably pretty pretty rough. Yeah. But that kid, that kid, he's talking crazy. He's saying that he's going to oh, be yeah. the youngest champ ever in the UFC. I hope he is. I hope he does. I hope he makes it. He's only 18. Okay. He's only 18. Yeah. So that's why I wanted to bring him up. Does part of you watching him do these things also feel kind of weird knowing he's only 18 and taking these shots to the head. Um, Cause there's part like, I think it's exciting. And of mm-hmm. course being Latino, you know, I'm rooting for the kid. Like I, I want to see him do well. Yeah. He's, he comes from like a family that struggled. So like you want, you want to root for that. But then at the same time, I'm like, he's only fucking 18. Like, I don't even know it should be legal for someone that young to be a professional fighter. Well, think about this though. Like how old did he start? I think when he was 16. You sure about that? Cause I saw little baby pictures of him, like wanting to be a champion. Oh, wow. Like he was young and he was talking about being a champ. Like there was video okay. footage here. I'm, I wonder if I can find it. Rosas was his first name? Raul. Raul. Yeah, Raul Rosas Jr. 7 and 0. El Niño Problema. Problema. Yeah. El Niño Problema. Look at that. I didn't know that was his name. Rosas. Yeah. Um... He's on that Izzy card. He's going to be on the pay per view. <laughs> okay, so I uh, I'm putting it in the Google here, like Raul Rosas Jr. age when he started fighting, and then you know how as you're filling it out, you know it it tries to guess what you're gonna put in. <laughs> it's yeah. Fighting, and then crime came up, and I'm like, what? It made me want to like click on it to see if he was a crime fighter. <laughs> started fighting at at four years of age. Well, there you go. Stepping in his first karate gym with his brother, Jesse. He started on the Dana White Contender Series also. Yeah. So from the ages of 8 to 14, I was fighting people my, my age. I lost twice and won 25 times. 
From 8 to 14, he was fighting. There you go. After his last win a couple months ago, he said he was going to use the money to help his mom fix her van so she can get to work. You know that kid only got like 10 grand or oh yeah, 20 grand or whatever it is. Yeah. Unless he got like fight of the night money. That I'm rooting for that kid. And dude, like the whole fighting as a kid, it bothers me. Like I don't want it for my kids. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's why I wanted to ask you as a dad. And your kids do like mixed martial arts, so yeah, like my kids do jujitsu and stuff, and and every now and then we'll we'll train boxing and stuff, but like mm-hmm. they've gotten a little, they get a little rowdy and they'll they'll hit each other sometimes. <laughs> so I saw your yeah, I saw your son at the Christmas party, dude. Oh, he he. <laughs> <laughs> He he gets he gets all riled up and then he won't fucking stop, man. So he was, he thinks he knows like Wing Chun. Fuck, I pretend like I know Wing Chun. And so we're yeah. sitting there like trading shots because we saw like Yip Man or whatever two weeks ago. Yeah, <laughs> or two weeks before the Christmas party. And so yeah, like uh, yeah, that kid, that kid, that kid doesn't know when to stop, man. And uh, he it's funny because. He'll complain about going to jujitsu because he wants to like sit around and play video games or whatever. But once he's once he's there, he's having a fucking blast. That's how and it goes. That's how it goes. And then he's yeah. at home, and if if he's if he sees me, he wants to like fight me. He wants to like kick me, punch me, whatever, or wrestle or whatever. He's always roughhousing. But you know, if I take if I say, <laughs> hey, get your gear on, we're gonna go to the gym. He's like, I don't want to go to the gym. He goes there. He has a fucking blast. You know, so I just, yeah. I think, I think he's like, I don't know. I think he just wants to sit around and play video games, but he enjoys all this other shit, you know? And he likes, he genuinely likes to fight. I think every boy does, you know? Yeah. But and your yeah. daughter too, though. Yeah. My daughter, my daughter. Yeah. But she doesn't do what he does. No, your you daughter's uh, very mature. Did you think so? Yeah, I think so. From talking to her and seeing how she manages to corral her brother. Control, <laughs> dude. I had, I had like some of the best conversations lately with her, because uh, we'll be at the gym and we'll be sitting in between rounds or whatever, and we'll be having these conversations. And she'll ask me, "Just like, well, what do you do when this happens? Like, I got this guy and I wanted to take him down. Like, I had him from the back, but I didn't want to like drop him, and I couldn't get him down. And I was like." So like, yeah, you know, and then I guess what happened was he ended up on all fours and she was asking what to do when he's on, you know, on all fours. He's not, he's not turtling, like he's not on elbows and knees. He's like on all mm-hmm. fours, like bear crawling. And she's like, what do I do there? And so I was like, oh, you know, so then I was like, well, if you have him like this and then you got to like, you know, cause I guess she had like a bear hug and he was on all fours and she was, she was trying to figure out how to either climb his back or knock him down. And so we had that conversation and we talked, a, you know, we talked a few things and she, she had, there's always these little conversations about jujitsu and it's been awesome. But the last conversation was really interesting because I was sitting there and I was, so there's this kid, he's a little rough, right? And so I said to her, look, you know, if this kid's a little rough, you know, tell him to stop. If there's a problem with it, let me know. 
maybe I'll address it with the coach or maybe I can address it if, if I, if I can, you know, I'm trying mm-hmm. to find the most appropriate way to deal with a situation like this. And so I'm yeah. talking to her and she's like, I got it. And I said, hold on. No, no, but it's just that she's like, Papi, I got it. She's like, I got this. I can take care of myself. Yeah. And so I said, you know what? Okay. You're right. If it was any other in any other like place, I would feel maybe a little different, but because I know she's been training jujitsu for so long and because I know she can handle herself and she knows how to talk to people. I know that she, she has it and that she, and I said, okay, you're right. I'm sorry. I told her you got this. I'll leave you alone. I'm not going to say anything again, but if there's ever a problem, please let me know and we'll, we can address it. And she's like, okay but you, you don't have to worry. And I'm like, okay, I'll leave you alone. Cause at the same time I've seen her and she's like on the way out, all the kids, boys and girls bump fists with her. Yeah. And they say goodbye. Cause they have all a mutual respect. Right. Yeah. So now it's like, she's, she's not just my daughter. She's, she's a fighter now. She's part of, part of the click. That's her thing. Wow. And I need to respect that. Mm-hmm. Or it's gonna it's gonna ruin the way she looks in front of the other kids. Oh well, that's cool that you recognize that. Yeah, it's hard though. <laughs> oh, of course, man, you're her dad. Yeah, but I, I can't I can't be her dad on the mats. Yeah, I don't know. She's a smart kid, man. Yeah, I, I think you know. I think you can trust in that. So for sure, you guys did a good job with her. She seems mature and like she really she's thoughtful is how i would describe her mm, thank you um I, you can give all the credit to the wife <laughs> yeah because she's the one who will like really like talk to her she'll tell her certain things she'll come to me for other things but mostly i'm i'm good cop and i'm silly yeah. dad you know uh the wife is is bad cop <laughs> she handles all the serious shit so but anyway, uh, I think we got to wrap this up, man. Yeah, we went pretty late this time. Yeah. So, uh, but good talk, man. I think uh, I think we covered everything. We're closing this out. This is Edgar Traves. Thank you for listening with my co-host Lechuga. We will catch you next time. Primo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs>The music you're listening to is called Odd, and that's by Hasten. You can find that over at Epidemic Sound. And should you decide to go over to Epidemic Sound, make sure you use my referral link in the description so that they know that I sent you. Also, don't forget to check out Titan Fitness. Titan is a a fantastic brand and an affordable brand for those of you who want to build your own home gym. So make sure you check them out. I have a link in the description. So make sure you click on that and head on over to Titan Fitness. Yeah, man, so there's a lot going on right now. And one thing we failed to mention was Fedor recently retired. And, you know, of course, he's under the Bellator pro- uh, promotion. So it doesn't necessarily fit under the uh, UFC, you know, brand and all that. But you would be remiss if you didn't mention Fedor, the legend. So congratulations to him as well. So that's it, folks. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you liked it, make sure you like, subscribe, and share wherever you get your podcast at. Press all the buttons and make the podcast God's happy. Thank you so much for listening. This is Ego Traves. We'll catch you next time. Behave yourselves.
Laters. Laters.